0: This is the Rich Eisen Show. When you talk about Lamar Jackson, you're treading into unknown waters. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What if Lamar Jackson had shown up at this owner's meeting and was shaking hands and walked straight up to Arthur Blank in a hallway? Earlier on the show, USC wide receiver Jordan Addison, senior writer for the MMQB. Albert Breer. Coming up, co creator, writer, and actor from Ted Lasso, Brendan Hunt. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, can confirm. There I am. Welcome to hour three of the Rich Eisen show here on this terrestrial radio network, Coast to Coast, Sirius XM Odyssey. We're also on our podcast. Uh, Every single day, all three hours of this show is available through the Cumulus Podcast Network. Wherever you get a podcast or download a podcast, we're there. Please find us. Hit us with a subscription. We would appreciate you uh, being on our RSS feed so we can count you among the many who have already been listening to us every single day. All three hours, we're alive to be seen every day, 12 to 3 Eastern time on the Roku channel. Free on every Roku device, free on every Amazon Fire TV, select Samsung smart TVs. We're free on the Roku app because the Roku channel is found within the app. That's free. And the Roku channel.com, you want to use the internet tubes, uh, we're free there as well. We're on our YouTube page every single day much of the show is sliced up and put right there as well a lot of folks follow us that way youtube.com slash rich eyes and show our relationship with the roku channel has a video on demand um avenue as well for you to catch this show through clip form uh every single day on the roku channel through that way uh the rich Eisen show collection is how we've called it very highfalutin um <laughs> and brandon hunt is in our green room we'll bring him out shortly can't wait to chat with him uh love ted lasso it's one of my favorite shows on television and um there's so many reasons why it's a i told him in the back a beautiful show uh makes you think makes you cry makes you laugh and makes you cheer um it's just dynamite and um it's the final season of it that's kind of a bummer um and we just saw episode three as the kids say dropped uh, last night i believe and they're all, like, supersized, right? They're, they're oh, all almost uh, an hour long. Yeah, them absolutely. It's Great. Awesome so loving it awesome.
1: Loving, uh. loving it, loving
0: it. Loving it, loving it. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. A couple people have been waiting a while. Let's go to Al in Atlanta. Get ready, TJ. I think something's coming your way. What's well, up, Al? Boy.
2: Good morning, Rich. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy, opening day, happy, opening,
0: happy well. opening day, sir. Happy opening
2: day. Happy uh, opening day. Every team is scheduled to play. For the first time since 21, and hopefully they'll actually successfully play for the first time in decades, Mm -hmm. but I am calling with an offering for the entire room Ah. and even the back room. Oh, okay. So, as you remember, last year, TJ and I had a season-long head-to-head Mets versus Braves bet that a certain someone is still yet to pay his Oh, what?
1: I mean, I don't have Twitter. We've no, sta- this has God. been established. I do
2: believe the original bet was I had to wear a Mets jersey to the Braves game, and you had to wear a Braves jersey for a show.
1: No, but that I'm was willing to let that never fly. it. <laughs> okay,
0: what is all right now? Al, let, let's talk about the here and now then.
2: Okay, I'm willing to let that. Let it go. All, last year is last year. This year, since every team will play every team, I figured we could have an entire Rich Eisen show. AL versus NL challenge where the head to head record of every team versus everybody else's team will be your record. And whoever has the most series wins at the end and See, gets to be the champion. I don't know. Hold on a second,
0: Al. Look, wait, wait a minute. You're already confusing the hell out of me, and I'm, I'm, I'm difficult sometimes to confuse. So I, I would be taking entire league against you. Are obviously you would take the National League? I would take the American League. And oh no, 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 okay. Everybody gets team.
2: their own teams. Right. So Our Yankees, team, Red Sox, yeah, Mets, and the right. Braves. Right.
0: I will take Mets. the. I'll take the Yankees against the Braves. Let's go. Yeah,
2: but you get Yankees versus Braves as one series. Okay. Yankees versus Mets as another series. And uh, Yankees
0: versus Red. Sox no, Al. This is, is a. This is an us. Thing. Thing. you want to go Yankees against the Braves in the head-to-head? What is it, a three-game set? Do we know where it is? Do we know where it is?
2: I do not. I'm not checking. Oh, okay. right.
0: Here's I what we're right. going to do. Let's, let's, uh, let's table the discussion. You call back, and we'll, we'll hammer this thing out. But we're, we're willing to, to put uh, – I'm willing to put uh, some pinstripes on the line. Thank you. Okay. That's
1: Alan in the And, line, and Al, everybody. don't worry, bro. I will. We'll figure something out. I haven't forgotten okay, about we're you. It's just, just like wearing a Braves hat or something. All right, we'll, let's, we'll move let's move back uh, to the phone lines here.
0: Joe in Florida. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Joe? What's up,
3: Joe? Hello, gentlemen. Happy opening day. Happy opening day. Always good to see the judge hit a home run. We always love that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So, Mr. Eisen, I just got to put it out there. I am a diehard Atlanta Falcons fan. Been it since 1998. And I live in a house divided like Mr. Brockman, except like Sarah, I root for the good guys. And my brother roots for those uh, Patriots and whatnot. Okay. I really need to just talk about this Lamar Jackson situation with you guys because I don't understand how everyone is saying that Atlanta should have gone after Lamar. I get the whole Deshaun Watson comparison from last year. We went all in on him. We're not going all in on him this year. But if we look at how Atlanta's gone with their roster this year, nobody's even given them any credit for maybe getting Calais Campbell or signing Jesse Bates we're getting C pluses, C minuses. Now those are opinions. I have to respect that. So why is it that Lamar Jackson would suddenly make a team that everybody last year said was the worst roster in football by a large margin and was on number one overall pick watch this year from last season, yet suddenly Lamar Jackson just removes that moniker, even if, Hypothetically, it would cost us Chris Lindstrom, Grady Jarrett, AJ Terrell, and all the young guys that we currently have on our roster.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Lamar's walking through that door. They they've already cast their their salary cap where it needs to be. I'm assuming you can figure it out to fit everyone in. It's just numbers you can move around. And the Atlanta Falcons are drafting eighth overall um, after having a seven and ten season. Um, that, that uh, I would have to say a, a roughing the passer call kind of hosed them on. They could have been 8-9 with a chance to win the division, quite frankly.
3: Believe me, I'm, I'm well aware on that one. That one was actually my birthday weekend. I watched that game. No, I'm and sorry. I was like, the Falcons should have had an opportunity. I'm not saying we would have won that game against yes. Tampa, but we had an opportunity taken from us. And, so. I, pre-
0: and I appreciate the call, Joe. Thanks so much. Um, mm. You know, and look, we've got Arthur Smith on tomorrow's program. Um, I, I will do my best to get a, an answer that Joe would want to hear. Uh, I, I was trying to pick up what he was saying. He thought the Falcons should have gone for Lamar Jackson here. Is that what it is? I kind of thought the opposite. Yeah, right. I think he did. He thought the opposite of it. Yeah. It was he, tough he to was follow not, both our callers. I was trying there. to
1: wonder why people were saying they should. Well, go it's
0: after it's him. obvious. Brady's gone. You want to take over the division, you want to take over people's attention span. I mean, right now, you, you know who would love Aaron Rodgers to, to go to the Jets right now? The, the schedule makers. Because if Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets, they know the Jets are going to be making six nationally televised appearances in the fall. Six? Right now, oh yeah. They, they will hit the max. And it could be a seventh if, if they wind up allowing a flex uh, for Thursday night games, as was discussed. You kidding me? Aaron Rodgers on the Jets—they will be under the lights in a way that the Jets have not for a quite some time. And if Aaron—if if Aaron uh, Rodgers is acquired by the Jets, that's going to change it. If it—how like, many nationally televised games do you think the Falcons are going to have right now? One, one Thursday one night, on Thursday right? Thursday night, yeah. That's it. They might—they might show up on a Monday. I don't know. Maybe. They might want to put what Saints, Falcons on a on a nationally televised game just because it's a longstanding rivalry that might be a good game. I doubt it. Lamar Jackson shows up on the Falcons before the schedule comes out. How many times do you think Falcons are going to be on national television? Max. The Ravens will probably be on national television a ton of times if Aaron I, I I'll you know, the Lamar stuff won't be handled by the time the schedule comes out. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. They might shy away from the Ravens. They put him on. They put him on the the prime spot of Super Wild Card Weekend Sunday Night Football. Turned out to be a terrific game. But you know, do you think they'd have put him on Sunday Night if they if they knew Tyler Huntley was starting? Maybe not. I don't know. Choices and windows get tight when it's just six games on a on a playoff weekend. I say all this to say that the Falcons would be everywhere if they got Lamar Jackson, and that's got to be some of some interest to Arthur Blank but if Arthur Blank wasn't going to give Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money and it might have just been the guaranteed money plus whatever was going on off the field would he give that guaranteed money to the guy who has none of those things hanging over his head like Deshaun Watson had last year maybe I doubt it not now they've already made their bets in free agency that's it so I I, I, I proffer to say when I ask Arthur Smith about this, his answer will be, I'm talking about someone. I'm not talking about somebody else on, on, on anyone else's roster. We could assign him to an offer sheet. Did you consider that? I bet you he would just, you know, pass on that. I will try. All you can do is ask. I will try. And the reason why they might not have been interested in Lamar from get-go is exactly what Thomas Dimitrov, their former general manager, said when he was on this program last week. They just got through cap hell. They were willing to endeavor it for Deshaun Watson for a hot minute, a hot week. And then when they lost out on him, they made a completely different change of plans. And then they've cast their, their die with Desmond Ritter in last year's draft. They're ready for him. They built the team to, to support him, certainly defensively. And they're not ready to go flip the script. And if Lamar winds up somewhere else and starts winning divisions and winning championships, we will remember you're one of the teams that didn't go for him when you could have, and you stuck with a guy who washed out. You stuck with a guy who didn't do what Lamar's doing. Imagine what you see Lamar doing somewhere else could have been doing for you. Obviously, Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith can change that by narrative by never being in that position because they've been terrific with their new plan. That can absolutely happen. Another team in in that position, if they don't go get Lamar Jackson, is Indianapolis. Another team that's in that position, if they don't get Lamar Jackson, as they say they won't, will definitely be the Washington Commanders. That is for sure. Could have done it. Didn't do it. Look at you now. Look where Lamar is now. What he's doing with his new team. Tennessee is in that position. If the Jets crap out with Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers turns out to be Favre 2.0, which, as you know, I've already said I don't believe They'll be in that position. Well, you gave up all that for Rodgers. Look at the first round pick you chose. He busted out. You could have used it for Lamar Jackson. You didn't. In the same way, we have uh, to wait three to five years to see if a draft panned out or not for a certain team or for the entire league. This one's going to have a tail to it. This is a big, fat stone thrown into the NFL pond, and there'll be a ton of ripples. We'll see what happens. I'll do my best with Arthur Smith tomorrow. I guarantee you that, and I can't wait also to ask him, hey. Next time uh, you take that coach's picture, can you can you can you tell your face to smile? <laughs> That's what it's there for. It's <laughs> supposed to say cheese, There's not there. like. What am I doing here? There he is, right there in the middle. Be careful. What am I doing here? What with him?
1: I don't know, just telling anybody, hey, you should smile more, doesn't really go as you intend. Hey, excuse you know me,
0: did, did you, not, you You didn't see Hamilton talk less, smile more? You didn't see that, did you? No. Okay, you need adjusted. to. You need to. You should be. Why? Because it's dynamite. Incredible. One of the know. greatest things I've ever seen live. I don't know what that means. All right. I'm going to say that to Arthur Smith best
1: I can. <laughs> I'll tiptoe around it. Chris, what, what did Roy say? He's not... Frowning, he's not frowning, he just didn't smile. He just didn't Roy this Kent, that's right. Roy Kent, yeah. yeah. He's not frowning, he just never smiles. Never
0: smiled. Oh god. All right. That's a perfect way to bring in Brendan Hunt. Oy. I would like to see Coach Beard sitting in the chair to my right, Let's and that go. will happen next, right here on the Rich Eisen show. Don't go anywhere. Brendan Hunt, next. on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. Back here on our radio outfit, part of our Rich Eisen Show live stream uh, on the Roku channel. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger, with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Again, I've got from Ted Lasso right here on the Rich Eisen Show. The man who plays Coach Beard, none other than Brandon Hunt. Uh, again, it, this show is a beautiful show, man. It is an absolutely beautiful show. And I, I'd love to dive in to how you created the Ted Lasso character. I know it came from an NBC Sports just one-off, right? Pretty much as a, as a promotional character, correct? Yeah.
4: Um, uh, Jason, Jason, I think, was contractually obligated as a SNL cast member to do some kind of promo for NBC right. at some point. Right. And then NBC Sports bought the rights to the Premier League, um, and they wanted to make a big splash. This was going to be you know, the, easily the, the largest network that, that a big European soccer league had ever been on. Right. And this ad agency came to Jason and said, hey, um, here's, like, three different ideas of, like, you know, kind of like a coach thing. Like, a coach could do this, or a coach could do this, or a coach could do that. And Jason's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, this one where he coaches a Premier League team, but he doesn't know anything about it. I'm going to twist that around a little bit, but we're going to do that. And I'm going to bring in my buddy Joe, uh, that being Joe Kelly, and my buddy Brendan. And, um, yeah, last meeting. And they were like, oh, okay. Oh, great, you're done. And then we went over to England, and, like, we basically just riffed it for a few days, which... I mean, they hired a professional crew of professional people yes. uh, who are used to having a script every day, and we never had even the tiniest thought of furnishing one of those. For the promotional <laughs> shoot you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and, uh, and we just had the biggest blast uh, doing it, and it turned out you know, pretty well, and they had us come back the next year. And, and yeah, th- th- from these strange origins, now uh, here I am sitting with you.
0: So w- uh, w- when did the idea of a show exist off of this character. After the
4: the second round of commercials we did in 2014, yeah. um uh at that point the three of us had an awareness that Jason sort of verbalized first of like this is this is fun. This is particularly fun, you know, this character is fun, um the three of us getting to to hang together making this thing is fun. Um you know, we'd all work together in different capacities but never the three of us, me, right. and Jason and Joe. And um you know, we weren't sure if it was going to be like a, another another uh, commercial or a movie or a TV show. And we eventually settled on, well, let's, let's go to Jason. We went to Jason's for a week in Brooklyn in uh, 2015. And we, uh, we banged out an arc uh, structure for a couple of seasons and a special, you know, the same model as the original UK office. Sure. Um, yes. You know, and it was fairly typical of, of English shows at the time. And, you know, we were thinking of it always as like, well, we'll do an English version of this. Cause that's, that's kind of the hook. Um, and we'll honor, you know, the English comedies we love so much, as much as we can. So six episodes, six episodes, special, and we always saw it as kind of those three parts, and then we we wrote a full pilot, Um, and then uh, nothing happened for four years. And um, four
0: years, yeah.
4: Well, Jason kept having babies. Um, (laughs) Jason, Jason, and Joe, you know, their careers were going great. I was, uh, you know, baking down a rock. Uh, uh, You know, still, still, still um, waiting tables at uh, at a club. Um, What what club? Uh, it was called Supper Club. It was a, a uh, L.A. offshoot of a uh, Amsterdam institution. Mm-hmm. Um, How were you as a waiter? Were you good? Poor, <laughs> poor. I'm a horrible waiter. <laughs> I'm I'm a great waiter if you if you're one of those people who's like, I'm gonna talk to this waiter and we're gonna connect. Put um, uh, the
0: actual nuts and bolts of waitering. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not well, so good. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, I I was doing my 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 gosh, on his best, but you know, <laughs> got it. I definitely was a guy who. Who would come back to the table to hear like I said a Cosmo? Oh, Cosmo! Yeesh, that's an orange juice. I
0: apologize. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, I, I don't mean to digress. So, okay, so four years goes by, and then you get a call saying, "Let's do this thing." Yeah, well, even... um, in kind of
4: a, uh, in kind of a you know typical Jason way. So Jason has this, um, he has a couple charity events he does in KC every year, but the, the big slick, big slick, yes. and then uh, one called Thundergong, which is more like rock-based and is, uh, is for Steps of Faith Foundation and it helps get um, uh, prosthetic limbs to people who can't uh, afford them and uh, who also need them. You know, They don't just have them as a hobby. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. And we did the first one. It was a blast. We'd been together for a whole weekend at this point. And then we're at LAX. We're, we're getting our bags and baggage claim. We hugged goodbye. And then the last footnote. He goes, oh, real quick. Um, uh, all that stuff we wrote up for, uh, for, the, for the show, for the Lasso Show, is, is that... And by the way, at this point, I'd officially given up. I was like, I'm, that's never happening again. It is unhealthy for me to keep thinking about this Ted Lasso thing. Right. Um, but he goes, yeah, yeah, that uh, Ted Lasso thing. Uh, does that still exist online anywhere? Which is another way of saying, hey, I don't know how Google Docs work. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you explain Google Docs to me? Um, but I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, Jason, it's still still online somewhere. And oh, great, because I'm having lunch with Bill Lawrence tomorrow, and. Mm-hmm. Bill Lawrence, being the TV mogul behind yeah, uh, such scrubs institutions and as scrubs yeah, and uh, Spin City and in yeah. uh, Cougar Town. And, um, and now shrinking, now shrinking, which is also on Apple TV Plus yeah, with our with our good friend Brett Goldstein, aka Roy Kent. Right. Roy Kent. Um, anyway, once uh, once that lunch with uh, with Bill Lawrence happened, things moved
0: very very quickly, and boom, now we're here. And you're, I know, <laughs> I'm not ready to get to the here part yet because because to me it, it is amazing, uh, you know, how the show um blossomed and i'm just wondering where where did the the idea of the where did the humanity of this come from because again it's not there's not Mm -hmm. there's not a sports show okay it is a show about a sports team and it's about coaches and then there is some competition scenes in it and what have you yeah it's uh, that's not what this is this is a different show about relationships about obviously mental health and mental awareness and things of that nature. where did that dna come from yeah i mean we
4: always knew it was going to be a workplace ensemble comedy yes. that happened to take place in the world of soccer. Yes. Um, and, you know, as we were making this and, you know, I'll try not to get too political here, but as we were making it, we were in the, uh, in the throes of, uh, of, of Trump time, you know, we were a couple years in and, and the main way I was thinking about that was like, how does that, how, how does this era uh, affect how people think of Americans, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I lived in Amsterdam for five years and, and like, a go-to of a, of the comedy we were doing there was like playing on European stereotypes of Americans and, and back yes. and forth uh-huh. and and like yeah this is th- this guy right now running his mouth uh, on our behalf I don't think is what we are actually like and none of us thought that you know and like the it, if nothing else the discourse was being poisoned um, and so we just had this notion that had begun with the second commercial really that that Ted is a guy who is you know, he's, he's Midwestern and he cares about people and he's curious about people and he does not judge people at first go. And, um, and as opposed to being someone who is, uh, who thinks, you know, it's the hope that kills you. he thinks, you know, do you believe in miracles? Um, we wanted to, on some level restore, even if it's a myth, what, what we think, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of the best part of being American is, uh, and, and what's different about America vis a vis the rest of the world. Right.
0: And was there a uh was there an awareness at the time as you're creating this that there was kind of a major league vibe to it with the female owner of the team trying to jettison the team's hopes of being successful for her own personal reasons. Hundred
4: percent. Yeah. We're I mean we drew from many sports movies uh of our youth and minor league was a excuse me minor league major league was a great starting off point because in Major League, uh that character She's just evil. Like she just wants the team to tank. Right. But then you know we in the writers' room, and there you know there's there's four women out of ten uh, writers in our writers' room. Um, they're like, okay, but why is she like that? What there has to be a reason. Yes. And um and once you start getting into the why, well that opens up a whole thing for us of we're gonna bring in lots of sports movie sort of archetypes and maybe even tropes in here, but we can go deeper in each of them. Um, you know, go deeper in the uh in the uh, pretty boy, you know. Punk superstar. Go deeper in the aging legend. Um, find out the why instead of the what. And then the whole world and every character becomes richer. And therefore, the,
0: hopefully the comedy does too. So Roy Kent is the Tom Beringer character of this? If we're just continuing the, the connective tissue? and animation. No, Roy Kent is Crash Davis. Roy Kent it, it is, is Crash really wherever, we're at, you know? You're going there uh, Bull Durham on me on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The Roy Kent character. I've got Brendan Hunt here on the Rich Eisen Show. Play, played by Brett Goldstein is one of my favorite characters. And I, I'm not saying this because you're here and you, you're part of birthing it. And it, it's truly one of our favorite characters. I yes. include everybody here ever created. And I truly mean that. I, I just think everything out of his mouth is hilarious or poignant. And there's hardly anything in between. And and um, how, how, how did you fi- get you hooked up with Brett? And is this all him? Is that all him? Um, Roy Kent, is that all... Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big, here? he's
4: a big chunk of it. Um, I mean, how Brett got the part is his own great little story. He was, he was a writer on the show uh, first and foremost, and that was, that was going to be it. Okay. Um, but he had to leave early because he was the showrunner on his own show on AMC uh, called uh, Soulmates. And um, so he left, you know, with still like a month or so left of the, uh, of the writer's room. By that point we were starting to cast some of the characters. We'd cast Higgins, we'd cast Rebecca, and we're starting to look at, at Roy's. And uh, Roy, we can get into this separately. Is based on a real Roy, this guy Roy Keane, this legendary um, hardscrabble midfielder from Ireland. And we were seeing guys in that sort of macho, you know, vein. Yes. Um, on his way out the door, um, Brett filmed himself doing the uh, the Roy audition scenes, and he sent it to Bill Lawrence with the most like humble, typically Brett apologetic email. Like, hey, I think I could play Roy. I, I filmed these scenes. If you if you think it's shit, pardon the language but yeah. that's what he said uh, we never have to talk about it again mm-hmm. um, and they watched them that day before I got there I was late for whatever reason when I got in like there was a buzz about the place I'm like what's happening um, Brett filmed himself as Roy and I mean truly I was like oh yeah <laughs> good for him fire it up um, and, and it was so clear right away like oh no th- that's
0: him Brett's Roy Yeah. this is, this is
4: great um. So yeah, he had, the, like, he had the gravelly voice down too. He had that whole thing down too. It was not yet as gravelly as it okay. would become. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. But you know, he had the timing. He had the pain. He had the, the comedy. Um. You know, he's he's a very very talented man, and he just happens to have finally found the exact right part to bring that
0: out to the world. Because the yeah. there's there's oh, a yes. Twitter account. Do you run at the the AFC Richmond Twitter account? Too? No, I have nothing to do with it. Okay. Because there's there's uh I think there's some actuals. St- stuff original stuff that's th- that that he's in i've seen it on on this twitter account maybe is it on the the lasso account maybe i'm i'm missing it where he's he's playing roy kent and he's doing interviews mm-hmm. and they're, they're outtakes and hilarious they're, they're yeah brilliant. they have us film they'll they'll take us on a sunday during filming
4: yeah and like film the next eight months worth of like social media content um that's stuff they write for us and then uh and then yeah it, it starts rolling out now it
0: really is brilliant all of it and 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 um just makes you think when the credits roll you sometimes sit there and you're disappointed the show's over but it leaves you there thinking about about stuff it 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 truly is amazing brendan hunt here again co-creator co-writer actor in the um uh most decorated comedy that that we've ever seen from the emmys most emmy winning comedy for the second year in a row um breaking, breaking records with four total wins including emmys for outstanding comedy series lead actor which is jason and brett goldstein in directing uh ted lasso uh, the uh, newest season and final season uh is on apple tv plus which you can see right here on roku right here on the rich eisen show so do you sometimes sit around you know stunned that this has happened
4: oh yeah all the time
0: this is crazy <laughs> this is absolutely crazy and
4: the thing is, uh, you know, right now we're going on these press tours and there's all this stuff going on. And we went to the White House and I...
0: Yeah, I saw that. I grand-marshaled o- NASCAR and... Okay, well, let's take that one at a time. <laughs> From the Oval Office is one thing, okay? Uh-huh. That had to be wild for you. Oh, right? yeah.
4: You I know? mean, good heavens. You know, I mean, they had us there um, because they, they watched the show and they liked the show, which is already cool enough, but... Uh, right. You know, to talk about, you know, mental health a bit and, and continue to destigmatize uh, mental health. And, um, but, like... I thought we were going to just walk in, you know, sit sit down, get some pictures. Mental health, huh? Tick, tick, tick. All right. Bye, everybody. Right. We were in there for 45 minutes. And then the whole cast came in and then he's shown us, you know, pictures of his whole family. Biden's like taking you on a a tour of the Oval Office. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this desk here, this was JFK's desk. And there's a trap door in the front. There's a famous picture of JFK Jr. coming out of it. Hey, uh, Jason's daughter, Daisy, would you like to go through there? Yes. You know, she comes running through. (laughs) Hannah, would you like to sit at the desk? You know, Madam Sherry you know, just very, very generous, very cool. And, you know, the whole time you're like, why am I here? Oh, because I, I helped write a show about soccer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar experience when uh, George Bush um, W. was in the White House and they had me uh, call the play-by-play for the White House T-ball <laughs> games that they used to have on, on the South Lawn there. Uh-huh and i remember they were walking me through the script about what to say and when to say it before the t-ball game happened and there was on a card you know they say read this when the president and the first lady come walking down from the from from the uh, the white house and it just said ladies and gentlemen the president of the United States, George W. Bush, and Mrs. Laura Bush. And I'm like, I don't I don't need that card, but thank you. I appreciate it. I'm a professional. I, I do this for a living. Oh, boy. And then I, I'm sitting there, and it's now time, you know, and, and we just sang the national anthem, and it's Hail to the Chief is being played. And I look up, and here comes George W. Bush and Laura Bush, and I'm like, oh, where the hell is that card? <laughs> <laughs> I went looking for it because I just panicked yeah. because it's an out-of-body experience to totally. be there with the president of the United States unbelievable yeah and you had that experience as well how does that compare to nascar being the- <laughs> well i mean you see so so in all seriousness so you were an official marshal for which nascar uh,
4: for guys? the austin race uh this last weekend okay um i mean between the two experiences i wore different outfits okay. um, <laughs> um but right. golly at nascar everyone's so nice <laughs> people are sure incredibly friendly every That's step so cool. of the way and like grateful that that we were there and everything and um it was, it was pretty cool. Um, like, I'm not a NASCAR uh, guy, historically. You know, ra- being raised in Chicago, I'm not even much of a car guy. I'm a public mm. transportation guy. But nice. But <laughs> I've been... Oh, I don't want to open, the, open up this can of worms. But, like, for the last 15 years, I've been in this 10-sport fantasy league that a friend of mine invented. Um, Whoa. It's, I've stopped playing other fantasy games because it's the best fantasy game there is. What? It's called the All-Sports Fantasy League. What is it? All-Sports Fantasy League. 10-sports. And anyway, NASCAR is one of the sports. Okay. So now, I, like, I need this in my life. I like know things about NASCAR, and I will turn on every once in a while. I'm like, come on, Kozlowski, you know, <laughs> get get that pit stop. Um, there you are. By the way, we found the photo. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah, man, I went for it. Uh, yes, you did. Look. You at should that. see the pants. Um, but yeah, okay. it was a,
0: it was a good it was a real good time. All right. Now what do you mean what do you mean a 10 sport fantasy league? It's a 10 sport fantasy league? What is this? What are you talking about? It's called the All Sports Fantasy League. I understand it's what it's sports. called. I don't understand it. It's
4: the four major pro sports college football, college basketball, soccer, golf, tennis, and NASCAR. Uh, a friend of mine who is a genius. He's a he's a lawyer and he's a he's a hilarious improviser and okay. he's a creator of games. Uh, invented it. And um, you don't have individual players from the team sports, you just have the, the teams, so you don't care how Rodgers does. You care if the Jets uh, win. Okay. See, I'm getting used to Rodgers and the it. Jets. You're,
0: I appreciate you getting you know, ahead of the game. <laughs> thank you, thank you.
4: Um, and um, it goes from August to July. And, but what are
0: the points? Like, what do you mean? Like, Well, it, so... the scoring system is proprietary, Rich. I can't get into that. <laughs> but it's the best. So you... Would you play this, Chris? You'd be in on so – that's got to be – You know, that's, it's funny.
4: I did get offered to play something similar. Like, like what are you like, talking like about? Like a month ago, and what? I kind of passed. It was like a little too much. So you have to choose a team,
0: and then points are associated with how well they do. Yeah and, yeah, and so you could crush it in the NFL, but your NASCAR team is anch- dragging you down. Yeah. The golf might be middling, and so who – so it does it when it all comes down to it, Brendan Hunt? Mm-hmm. Truly, give an idea of who knows the most about sports, who wins it.
4: Uh, or there's still so much luck involved. It can to it, a degree, but like, no one quite knows enough about all 10. Of course. But like, you know, one of the bonuses you can get is, is it, which I shoot for every year, it's my strategy. There's yes. many ways to win the yes. ASFL, but I go the balance <laughs> bonus strategy where you're trying to have the, the highest, lowest score of any particular sport, you know, which, which would suggest a wider breadth of, of knowledge. You know? um, but yeah, you know, we have a draft every year. It's a keeper league. Um, keeper League? Would yeah, you man. keep a team in a, a, a sport? Yeah. And I, I have some decisions to make so coming what, up at so like the end what? of the season. Like what? What do you got? How well, can we how can Right now we I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got the Celtics and the Suns. You can only oh. keep one from a given sport. Um, I'll probably trade one of them uh, before the end of the season for, uh, for uh, a keeper upgrade somewhere else. I've got the Celtics and Yankees. I've got Man U. And then eesh, you know probably Kozlowski, cuz NASCAR very scarce. Yes. Very scarce. Uh-huh. Um, Texas is- football? Manning's coming. Okay. Who do you have in golf? Who's your um Oh, well, very controversial because of the LIV situation. Yeah. You know, you're not able to get, uh, if you have an LIV golfer, you're not going to get points for the regular events because
0: we don't do LIV, we do PGA. Okay. But you, now so that you, they're so, all so eligible. So you've, the live players have been banned from your fantasy league as well? Like, that, that's reality. That's not fantasy. <laughs> that's really?
4: I, I think it's more of like not wanting to open up that can of worms for the scoring system. But <laughs> but now that they're all in the in all the majors, and here come the majors starting next month. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I have uh, Kepka and DeChambeau. Um, Ooh. and, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how they do. Okay. And what's the prize? Linen. Oh, come on. Not just pride. pride. Really? Well, you also get a jacket. You get a master style about jacket. Say, okay.
0: Um, we share a team. Rich? It's like, Let's holy moly. Like, do you need, can somebody come in? Like, how, open.
4: What do you got? Um, I mean, he did recently start the ASFL too. Because he had a lot of questions in lower division,
0: an expansive. Can you be relegated? Uh, you can is be relegated. There are there are
4: divisions in the main ASFL. You can be relegated, you know, from the Premier League to the Championship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's full on. That it's is, the best. That is full. I would say it's full on. That is, full on. That is <laughs> wild, man. Oh boy. Well, keep us in mind. We'll do. We'll do. Um, Ted Lasso again. New episodes airing on Wednesday. Only on apple TV plus brandon hunt you are you're the best man uh, your show is amazing, and I'm watching it with my wife we're watching it together, loving it, like soaking in every second, knowing the end is coming, and we are lamenting that, and I know the final episode will just be rife with can't believe this is the last time we're pressing play on something that's new with Ted lasso is this truly the end we don't we
4: really don't know what do I mean, mean you don't know we don't know like it this will be the end of this. Story that we set out to tell, you know. As I said, like we always saw it as a three-piece thing, and um and we've always been aiming toward that. And like we didn't know we would get a second season, you know. Right. We were we went out on a a streaming service that didn't exist, um. So we we weren't particularly ambitious with this, you know. Um, and we're gonna finish the story we set out to tell, but it was never in our calculus the way people have responded to the show. Like that's been obviously bonkers. Um. So we are going to finish these, you know, this, this chunk of the story. and Then we are take a little break, um, and when the dust settles, we'll come back around. It, it's possible we'll continue. It's possible there will be spinoffs. It's possible none of that will happen. But truly,
0: honestly, everything is on the table right now. But we, but we will take a break. I'm thrilled to hear that. Um, and we have uh, Jason Sudeikis coming in Monday. I will ask him the same darn question. But I'll tell you know him what I'm telling you now. Like please keep doing it. And I know and I know that this requires a certain amount of. Brain power, brain equity, and, and it just doesn't just fall out of your skulls collectively or you individually, but it, it's too good to stop. Uh, I, I It is you? too good to stop, and I'd love to see, you know, whatever the next venture could be, and and um, I, hope, I hope to see more of it. And you. Certainly, not only because I want to see more Ted Lasso, I cannot wait to hear the next chapter of the ASFL. Is ASFL. That it, ASFL. What, and that stands for? All Sports Fantasy League. Okay. <laughs> Rush Howell, Esquire. Rush Howell, Esquire. That's yes, the, the. This is the brains behind the operation. Yes, and many other things, but particularly this. Okay.
1: Also, how do we get an advanced copy of uh, Trent Crim's book that he's working on? <laughs> I would actually
0: read this book. See, I mean, and I know I'm not alone. Um, that may actually exist.
4: Um, Why wouldn't? I it? mean, he, going- he's definitely writing that book. That that book, you know, does not go away during the course of the season. Um, but uh, if I can zag a little bit on that question. Yes. Um, uh, just to talk a little bit about Grant Wall, mm-hmm. um, the great Grant yes. Wall, who, who died during the World Cup, and the great U.S. soccer writer. When we were putting the storyline together of Trent, you know, embedding with the team and particularly following this superstar as Zava arrives, who, who we've met the last couple episodes. Um, I reached out to Grant, like who I, I've never met but I've been reading for decades, and like, hey, you did the Beckham experiment, you know, where he, he embedded with the LA Galaxy when they had David Beckham coming, and um, you know, we were talking about it in the writers' room, and just have a few questions for you, like, like, would you be able to? Just, you know, take a moment and answer these. We'd we'd be a bunch of, much, uh, much thanks from us. Uh, Like John Feinstein's people were like, you're paying money. You're paying money before you get these answers. I'm like, oh gosh, okay, fine. Um, I'm sure it wasn't communicated to him very accurately, but Grant Wall came back with paragraphs of answers within two days. He was incredibly generous with his experiences. Um, and, uh, and it was really, really great and, and pretty helpful. And, um. And so uh, we, have a little, we have a little nod to him coming up in this next episode. Um, and this was, you know, this was when he was still with us. You know, we did not know, obviously, what was going to come to pass. So so one great thing about the Trent Crim thing is um, it brought, you know, Grant Wall to us a bit more. Like, and he came to Richmond. We hung out for a
0: day. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, like two months before the World Cup. And so this character's arc
1: is going to have his DNA in it, pretty much. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Beautiful. Brendan, you mentioned uh, Zava. Just wondering, what was the inspiration behind that character because my first instinct was Zlatan um I just assumed that that's who you were shooting for with, with was Zava's it? character well the lawyers have told me to tell you TJ that
4: <laughs> <laughs> Zava is a composite of many of the vivid and wonderful characters that populate the world of football um was Zlatan me. one <laughs> inspiration sure sure <laughs> <laughs> um but Zlatan's incredible. Like Zlat- Zlatan, no question. Google him, people. Google his goals are incredible. His quotes are incredible. Uh, and if we even have one tenth of him in Zava, then then well, Zava's incredible. We're happy. Already,
1: well, I mean, I cannot like, wait to see where he the goes. Way,
0: the way sometimes Zlatan can exit a pitch is uh, of interest as well for anybody who's out there Googling. And I mean, I guess, and as we've established, one of them is not Jason Tudakis because he doesn't know how to work that. So we've, we've established one of many things in this interview, including the fact that I'd love to have you back anytime. Oh, What please. a pleasure. Yeah, man, Thank you for everything and the enjoyment you've given me and uh, my wife and everybody else who watches this show oh, in advance you. of more. Uh, Brandon Hunt, check out Brand- at Brendan Hunting, right? Mm. At Twitter and on Instagram, and of course, Ted Lasso every single Wednesday only on Apple TV Plus, which is available right here on Roku. You are right. We did need to see the pants. (laughs) Wow. Can confirm to our radio audience. Check it out on the Roku channel later. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. back here what a fun chat that was Oof. with brendan hunt fun chat with him man god i love ted lasso he, and you could see his essence uh that he brought here to the to the seat uh in this chat as part of that dna right there glaber torres hit a two-run shot just as he sat in the chair and pitch clock's working in yankee stadium it's the oh, top yeah. of the seventh with one out this game is this game spl- started is an hour and 49 minutes ago uh, it was like or that, first pitch might have been after. five after yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Game's flying. There you go. Plus, it's difficult to hit Garrett Cole, who's out of the game. Three hits, no, uh, no runs. Six innings pitched. Rob. Opening day is up and running. Great chat right there. Our Monster.com Athlete of the Week is a no-brainer. Best player left in college basketball's tournaments, plural. Talking about Caitlin Clark. She is without a doubt a oh, revelation of Iowa Hawkeyes hoops. She came up with a 41 point contest, 12 rebounds, uh, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. She scored or assists. She assisted on 70 of Iowa's 97 points in the regional that she uh, personally helped lead Iowa to cut down the net. She was the most outstanding player of her regional. Um, Iowa, this just in, is in the Final Four. She's playing tomorrow night, and uh, she's taking on South Carolina, the undefeated, defending national champion, who features Aliyah Boston, who's last year's, last year's AP Women's Player of the Year, which as of today, Caitlin Clark is this year's. She was named this year's Player of the Year, and it's just a no-brainer. Watching her play basketball is. Just a joy. She's a joy playing it. She's a joy watching it. And um, for some reason, she didn't. She wasn't a unanimous selection. Uh, obviously, um, you know this vote was taken before the NCAA tournament. That she is as the junior guard for for Iowa, getting Iowa to the Final Four for the first time in 30 years. It, it you know, she is uh, truly amazing to watch. And. Spectacular and a no-brainer choice for this week's Monster.com um, athlete of the week. Brought to you by our friends at Monster.com, and the Iowa player is again uh, one of the best in the sport. And Monster.com can help you tackle the job search and make your next career move. It's time to get off the sidelines. Go to Monster.com and win the job hunt. She's terrific. Yes, she is. And yeah. um, and and Iowa versus South Carolina tomorrow night. That's what's called must see television.
1: Right. For, for as busted as my men's bracket is, I've got three <laughs> out of the four uh, females. What do you got? Not Who do you, you have winning at all? I have South Carolina that. repeating. Dawn Staley's just, she has taken her competitiveness, yep. her fire that she had as a player, and she's infused it into this. Lady Gamecocks, did you
0: see the video of Sue Bird surprising the Iowa shoot around on Sunday morning? It was like they saw their lord and
1: savior when she walked in, they couldn't even talk to her. They were like so starstruck. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. You know, when Susie was last hosting, I specifically told her, you know, we were talking about Taylor playing basketball, and she didn't really know Caitlin Clark. I was like, that's one you need to look out for. And she's, I don't know, again, as a girl dad,
0: as a girl dad, I look at someone like Caitlin Clark, and I'm like, could that be my daughter one day? It could, you cause know? Taylor's got range, bro. No, please. She's got range and We've- everything. Literally, <laughs> literally, um uh there's a palm in her hand and uh she has me consuming from it every single day. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Cody Rhodes will find that out. I think he already knows, bro. Well, I mean, his, ba- his his baby girl's just two, but wait till wait till she's nine. <laughs> I believe they are all they were all at uh, Alcatraz as we speak right now, because it's spring break. Susie took the kids up north. Oh, okay, oh,
1: sweet. Look at you solo. Bachelor pad. What do we got? Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. coming over. Uh, we going to lunch after the show you we come, watch if, Thursday night. If, we watch if, some me, NBA tonight. If
0: you come over, bring food. I've got nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, honestly, I don't. I, I, it's it's a it's absurd how unable to fend for myself I really am as a 53 year old man. Of, <laughs> It's, be single it's, like It's, I am. it's, it's wow. absurd. Were it's, rich. Quickly, it's absurd. Rich. Like and, and again, any, any, any anybody we'll will uh, can attest to this. Who, uh, someone's in my position with kids and whatever. Is the first night that they're gone, it is. It's it's glorious. Like you're 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 just. It's,
4: oh, you can actually oh, go to bed. The and fact sleep that I, the and fact that I, the fact that
0: I would be able to leave an unwashed oh. dish just next to the bed without having to go downstairs and put it in the sink because nobody's telling me what's going on. (laughs) It's great. And then, and then you wake up the next day, you wake up the next day and you just, you know, you do your own thing. You don't worry about the, what the kids, this, that it's glorious. Then you get home and it's like,
1: wait a second,
0: man, it's really empty in this house. Yeah. The dogs don't pay attention to me. Every yeah. single time I open the door, they run out hoping it's Susie and the kids. The and they life. love me, and I love the dogs. I've, but they're, you know, but, I, I feel it. I sense it from the animals that yeah. they miss them, too. Not the same. And then I open the fridge, and I'm like, damn. And it's. I think to myself, you know, you. I hear Susie's voice like, you know, you could go shopping. Need some ZD, Rich?
1: Yeah, Mike, bring in ZD tomorrow. Oh, I can't, they I can't come really back, tomorrow. Oh, no back tomorrow. There's no way he's making ZD. He no can't. He can't make That's ZD. He's got. He's
0: got floors being put in this guy. No,
1: they're done. They're
0: done. done. Hey. Hey. We're back. We're back. We also we done. bought no, Where's the ZD? Mike. We also bought a robot yesterday. I'm literally sitting here hungry because I haven't <laughs> eaten anything in seventy hours. <laughs>